Welcome to the Leaders Edge podcast. I'm Sandy Laycox, Editor-in-Chief of Leaders Edge. In this episode, I talk with Lori Golterman, Chief Client Officer and CEO of Global Enterprise Clients at Aon. We are talking about Aon's apprenticeship program, which works with community colleges to help students secure employment while simultaneously earning their degree. It's an earn-as-you-learn program that is having a huge impact in local Chicago communities and is now being expanded to multiple communities across the nation. Our conversation comes on the heels of an exciting time for Aon, which was recognized by the Biden administration as an apprenticeship ambassador late last year. I hope you enjoy this great conversation. Lori, thank you so much for joining me today. You are on the heels of a very exciting event with your apprenticeship program, and I'm very excited to talk with you about it this morning. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, engaging in this conversation. I'm excited to share more about it, and it was a very exciting day with the First Lady, for sure. Yes, and we will get into that a little bit later, but let's start with the basics. Um, yeah. You all launched this program, the Aon Apprenticeship Program, back in 2017. Um, It was very small, and you've really done a huge job growing it over the past few years. So I'd love to just get sort of the basics of the program, how it works, and then talk to us a little bit how you've been able to grow it so quickly. Yeah, I was looking back at um, some of the origins. You know, this originally started in the UK, and we brought it to Chicago in 2017, Uh, Aon was one of the first three founding members with Accenture and Zurich. And, you know, across our three companies, we only had 75 apprentices when we when we launched this and um, incredibly proud to say today it's now across 140 companies uh, and and over uh, 2,225 apprentices. And when we, uh, you know, talked about a year ago, we only had 40 corporate clients. So it, it's an amazing uptick in interest. And I, I think for Aon, um, the goal for us is to really have the apprentices focus on the professional side of the careers and the jobs and the rethinking of the qualifications that you have to have a four-year degree to have a corporate professional job. Uh, we think absolutely the community colleges uh, offers a tremendous new talent pool with a two-year education. And the beauty of the apprentice program is really giving them the opportunity. The headline is still earn while you learn. Mm -hmm. And so we pay for not only the salary while they're working, but also the benefits, which is a huge um, opportunity for the apprentices, uh, tuition for the school, um, books and fees. uh, So they can really just focus on that 40 hours of earning while they learn. And it's amazing um, opportunity for the apprentices. Absolutely. You know, I have to tell you, my mom uh, was a community college professor for her whole career and always was touting um, the amazing students that she had, that she saw come through the system. Yeah. It's it's so funny you say that. My mother also was uh, a community college at Belleville Area College, believe it or not. And and you know, you're looking to give that break, that opportunity to the individual who might not think it's possible uh, to find a career path in the corporate professional world and pay the bills and pay the education. So um, it's wonderful to see the growth of the apprentice programs all throughout the United States, but really proud of what, what's been grown here at Aon um, across about nine cities now. Do you, is there something that you can pinpoint that you think has 
sort of driven this or what do you think? Yeah, I think the word I would use is intention. Uh, I think like all diversity, equity and inclusion, it doesn't just happen. Uh, you have to be intentional. And so when Greg Case and our um, you know, Global Inclusion Leadership Council said, we're going to invest $30 million and over the next five years, and the goal is to get to 10,000 apprentices by 2030 across this corporate client base that we really are inviting people to join us on this journey. So that you know, declaratory statement, uh, financial commitment and goal, I think is really what um, is our guidepost today and how we staff for this, how we hold ourselves accountable. Um, and, and I think it's been a, a real secret part of the success uh, that we've had at Aon. So Aon has also been very willing to share its knowledge in this area, which I find pretty amazing in this intense, intense, you know, competition for talent. Talk yeah. about how you, you even wrote a playbook that you share with yeah. others. How, what, what drives Aon to, to do that? You know, it's such a great question because um, I sit on the uh, CIAB board, right, which is all of the, you know, big brokers and agents in our industry. And, and this is the one topic, diversity, equity, inclusion, where we absolutely can come together and unite as an industry and try to create a talent pool that attracts people that want to go into the insurance business. So, uh, I, in fact, I was I pulled our DEI pledge, the council's pledge, and the first goal says that the development of the DEI strategy for our council will be expansion of recruiting practices to build pipelines of talent of pool of women and underrepresented minorities. So this is the council's DEI pledge, and so to me, I've been very open with all of. Uh, you know, my uh, peers and, and competitors in the industry to say, we have an open playbook. We are willing to share it. We're willing to come talk to your executive teams. Um, you might want to tweak the playbook for your organization, but uh, it's an open um, field where I would even uh, enjoy going to recruit to some of these community colleges with some of my, you know, yeah. board members and competitors. I, I think we're in a talent war today where we're trying to attract the younger generation to want to come in to our insurance industry. So we have to make it exciting, dynamic, and they have to be able to see themselves in our organization. So the more that we can improve our diversity and inclusion cultures inside of our organizations, the more we're going to attract uh, more talent to our industry, which I think is good for everyone. Mm -hmm. But I get that question a lot. Yeah, uh, and, and it's very genuine. Aon is very willing to share our playbook. And, and help grow the talent pipeline through the apprentice program. You know, that actually leads me to a question that I had later on, but I, I'm wondering if it applies here. You, Aon is obviously a very big company with a lot of resources. And we yeah. have, you know, we, there's a lot of middle market and smaller brokers out there who are also struggling. Is that a way for them to um, be able to apply some of this or are there other other ways that they can sort of use what you're doing, but in a way that they're able to? Yeah, I really think the um, size of the company does not matter. Um, I think the this is about creating um, really a workforce, a development into the professional career ranks and um, trying to make sure that we uh, bring the best 
conversations to the pipeline of talent that's going to come into the organizations. And, and I would say the uh, success is really about the elements of the program, you know, finding the right community college, um, finding, you know, hopefully building from our playbook, training the managers that are going to be working with these apprentices. And the fourth one would really be mentorship. So mm-hmm. I, I think the, the secrets to success and any size corporation has to probably look at those four elements. Uh, but even at Aon, when we started this, uh, I think we had fewer than 20 apprentices uh, in our first class in Chicago. Now we're up to over 150 per class and we, we hold a graduation, but that's coming from almost a thousand applicants. Uh, so, you know, I, I really think if anything, a smaller company might be able to be more intimate in their program and you'd see their whole company, maybe even at one location, which that's a pretty cool feature. Yes, that would be, that would be. Um, so how do you see this? You have these apprentices working at Aon. How do you, how do you see the program playing out within the company? And then also beyond that within the city of Chicago? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think for us, We now are at a point where uh, the visibility of the apprentice program is very high inside of Aon. So you have uh, departments uh, really advocating for, I want to have some apprentices on my team and the managers that want to uh, play a role in driving social impact in their communities and wanting to mentor uh, these kids that are coming in and be part of giving them their their break in life. Uh, When you think about Chicago and now being up to 75 companies that are participating. This is a meaningful program. And the the most exciting thing is probably when you hear the story of the impact you're making through the 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 words of one of the apprentices. It's it's you know Teriana was this young woman that um, introduced the first lady and when she was sharing her story Um, she used to work at a warehouse and would had a dream of going back to school, but never could figure out how to make that happen has bills to pay how you know how am I going to go to school and work. Um, And obviously the apprentice program answers all of that and her story is amazing because she has two sisters in the Aon apprentice program so Tiona uh, Talia and Teriana all three are apprentices at Aon. And she was so charming in her speech of introducing the first lady. She reminded us she has two more sisters (laughs) that are available, you know, coming out of the ranks. Uh, But she said the words, you've not only changed my life, you've changed my family's life. And I I think that sends chills through me. Um, If those are the words coming from this one family, just think of the social impact we can make across the 10,000. And so inside of Aeon, we're very committed behind this program, but it's also helping us build a pipeline of more diverse talent. So it's our job inside of Aon now to uh, help promote them and move them um, up towards their career aspirations inside of our company as well. So it's a win for the community, but it's a win for us as an organization with a, a fantastic retention of this group of colleagues. So loyal and so appreciative. Yeah. And it sounds like I'm sure this wasn't an intended outcome, or maybe it was, but you're giving people who who already have 
you know, the opportunities and they're already there and they're looking for something that they can do and they don't maybe know what that is. You're giving them an opportunity to do something. Totally. I mean, active to help. So I think that's, I mean, there's so many, um, Paul Schultz, Denise Poole, Bridget Gaynor from our organizations that their eyes light up when they talk about the work they're doing, um, around this topic inside of Aon. So, uh, I, I do think people are looking for a way to drive impact, particularly when you think about the last two years that we've been through and how can you give back? How can you impact the lives of someone else? And I, I think this is a, a great way to do it and, um, and mentoring, um, teaching what you know to someone else who otherwise, uh, you know, we, we've taken someone that's a warehouse worker before and, and now taught her how to do reinsurance claims activity for some of the most sophisticated insurance companies in the world. Yeah. So, you know, that takes many people on the reinsurance team to help her build her path, you know, fail and succeed along the way. Um, and that's so rewarding for the team members that she's working with. And, and they're very motivated by, you know, how can I get involved? Um, and, you know, I think this is a great way to do that. So you mentioned, you know, the, the social impact that this has. And, yeah. you know, in, in the news, in the world today, there's some controversy around businesses and their involvement in social change. What are yeah. your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it has been a very rough couple of years with COVID and everything that we've gone through in, in many of our communities. Uh, Chicago is no stranger to that. And I think what's come out is a much stronger corporate uh, commitment in, in many areas. And, and I'd start with ESG. So there isn't a company out there that probably doesn't have a strategy around uh, the E, their, their path to net zero, um, climate change, and the discussions are high and not going away. But when you come to the S and the G, this is where the apprenticeship program is squarely at the opportunity of the board level. There is not a company out there that shouldn't have a very public statement and stance around their commitment to having a diverse uh, talent pool and one that oftentimes, Sandy, is tied to board governance, investors review, and evaluation if people wanna work at your company. And in our case at Aon, it's part of our KPIs and compensation of our executive committee. So many of the ESG strategies, if you read their plans, which I do every time I see a client, because it tells you a lot about their culture and their mission. Um, You know, I would say 75% of the ones I read have a tie to the social side of DE&I to the compensation of the executives. So when you think about that is a commitment in my, you know, lifetime of working at a level that I haven't seen before, but I think we need it to drive intentional change around this topic of DE&I. Mm-hmm. So the apprenticeship program, I think solves for one, um, for us, you know, the entry level of corporate professional talent pool, much broader than we've ever had before in that diversity. Um, and I think every company can benefit from that. So I, I think it's, you know, again, it's um, sometimes too good to be true we're here to help. We have a playbook and uh, a proven track record that that this works. But um, I think it's completely tied to uh, the social responsibility. And I feel that's only been heightened these last two years. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, any outcomes that you did not expect? Mm, yeah, <laughs> you know, I think the lessons that I would say learned would be um, the timing of just what the last two years has been uh, like for all of us has accelerated the interest. Mm -hmm. So I think the the scale, you know, are, are you ready for it would be one lesson learned. Like, are, were we ready for a thousand applicants and, you know, how do we pick the hundred from the thousand? Um, and, and that's a good problem to have. Um, I think the second would be uh, mentorship and how important that is. So can you, can you imagine taking, um, you know, Tiona from her warehouse job to the reinsurance team where every day we're dealing with executives from the biggest insurance companies in the world. How does she have the safety to ask her questions, you know, in a safe environment. So the learning for me has been pairing up the right mentor and teaching them that the questions that uh, they may be asked could be entirely different uh, than, than mentoring someone that came out of a four-year school. Um, and, and our goal is to help make that apprentice successful and find the right match. Uh, you know, even for any one of us, if you say, here's where I am in my career today, is this exactly where I thought I'd be 30 years ago? Of course not. You know, our, our decisions change every year. We learn more about ourselves and our skill set and what we're good at. And the apprentices are no different. So how do we help them find the job inside of Aon that fits with their skill set and what energizes them every day? And that's what we have to stay committed to. It may or may not be the one we started them with. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. Is there anything that you feel like you would do differently if you had to start the program over again? You know, um, I would say maybe err on the side of going a little bigger, a little faster. Right. Uh, you know, I think a lot of companies, uh, you know, and we did, we started with a defined city, Chicago, and, um, and I think it was less than uh, around 20, 25 people. So you're never going to make a mistake if you choose more cities and, and recruit the talent if you follow the principles of the playbook. So I think if you follow the principles of the playbook, don't be afraid you yeah. know, to go a little bit bigger, I, I think would be my push. Um, when, we, when we talked a uh, little over a year ago, uh, when I looked at the numbers to go from 40 corporates to 140 today, that's well more than doubling in 18 months. So I think the momentum and the speed at which this is picking up is great. We're well on our way to hit that 10,000 by 2030, but we will only hit it if, if more people feel the value of the apprentice program and get in the game. Um, and that's what I, I really hope they do. Yeah, and you have plans for that, which we're going to get into. Um, but first, let's talk about the First Lady's visit a little bit. Um, you um, all were named um, an apprenticeship ambassador by the Biden administration. Yeah. So tell us about that and, and all that that entails. Well, it, it was, you know, you have those moments in your career where you're just really proud of where you work. And, and this was one of them. I remember getting the call from Daniel Serrata and, and, and said, the first lady, you know, Dr. Jill Biden is going to be in the Aon Center. You're like, what? And the yeah. Department of Labor, head of education, um, you know, secret service everywhere. And, 
and it was such an amazing um, moment to see the, you know, fruits of that starting point with Accenture and Zurich mm-hmm. are now being recognized uh, with, you know, the first lady um, talking about the value of this program. And she used the words, earn while you learn. So I, I love that she repeated that headline. Um, and I was sitting, uh, you know, in, in the first couple rows, so close. So I remember taking a picture and sending it to my, my mom. And, you know, and it's just one of those moments where you say, I'm, this is, I'm really proud to work in an industry where we're banding together and a community um, so committed to the apprentices and making a difference in, in these lives. All right. So give us the landscape for the next eight. I think it's eight years. You have pretty big expansion. Plan. Yeah. I may have that number wrong, but <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. I mean, it's, uh, you know, so our plans, uh, Greg Case and, and our Global Inclusion Leadership Council, GILC, we formed this committee um, led by Jennifer Bell, who's the CEO of our North America business, and Eduardo Davila, who's the CEO of EMEA. So they make sure our global Aon um, stays on track with our executive team um, to execute the $30 million investment over the next five years, uh, marshalling and really getting the voice out on the apprentice program. And I invite as many people listening uh, or watching that wanna discuss it in any more detail. We've got the playbook, uh, we've got the blueprint and and many of these organizations are, are willing to spend time to help any company shape it to suit their needs. Um, we want to challenge the idea that you need a four-year degree to do a professional corporate job. We, we think that is just not the case. Um, there are both apprentice programs at the high school graduate level, and in our case, two-year community college level. And you know, the third, I would invite accountability. We, you know, this doesn't happen without where we started, Sandy, intention and, and driving outcomes and you know, looking at, at yourself in the mirror and saying, have we made progress? Um, how are we going to hold ourselves accountable? And uh, and that's the path we're on. So I'm so excited to see it grow to this level. Uh, very exciting to be part of it. Well, Lori, it is very exciting to hear about it. Congratulations on all of your achievements at Aon. Um, we're excited to bring this out to to the, the podcast sphere and hopefully get some more traction for you all. So thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Oh, thank you, Sandy. And uh, thanks so much to Leaders Edge for interest in this topic. That was Lori Golterman, Chief Client Officer and CEO of Global Enterprise Clients at Aon. For more Leaders Edge podcasts, visit leadersedge.com or find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud.